Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 960 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined by the usual crew, the Thursday crew of James Dean Raider, Ben Funky Askren. Well, we're missing one of the normal Thursdayers. Yeah, he ain't here. Is he not a normal normal a fo- anymore? He likes football. You know he don't want to talk about no freestyle. Shane Sparks is in uh in freestyle land or in a football land. That's what he likes more okay. than us. That's the only thing right. I can think of. No, he's on a plane. I'm sure he, he would rather be here. Probably not. I don't even want to know the, I don't even want to know the answer to that question, <laughs> truthfully. But we have so much to get to because from the time we last did this show to now, here's what's happened. Sagilai have lost. A lot of it. And quit. And then Snyder got bronze. Dake Sidikoff happened. Team USA officially won the world title. So, plenty of Come on, to- dog. What's up? Come on, dog. What, what does that mean? You don't know what I'm referencing? I'm referencing when I suggested last week that the United States had the ability to win a world title, and you come on, dogged me. Come on, dog. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I... I uh, well, I accurately predicted the number of champions, weights qualified, and no, medalists. that was copied. You copied me. I no. put my number. So out there what first. is it? We can go <laughs> so after this show. wait, hold on. You have to pick one. Which is true? Well, was I? I mean, both of I... them can be true. Both of them can be true. No, I did pick that first. You also picked that, but for some reason, you thought those numbers were not going to be able to equal a championship. Right. So that's so that, yeah. So both are correct. Uh, no. Well, I accurately predicted USA's performance. I did not expect Russia to have, uh, let's say, historically bad. It was a historically horrible performance by Russia. The likes of which we haven't seen this side of 16, maybe. Uh, they, they had a bad performance in 16. Yeah. Yeah. They had a few not good performances, maybe... What, what are you it, talking 17, about? 17, 17 or 18. Bro, it, was seven. when was, it was when they probably actually got clean for a little bit um, because of what happened in 16. There, I don't remember if it was 17 or 18, but there was definitely like a, a drop-off-ish. We beat them in 17 by by one match. and they, by Kyle Snyder. They had, a, they had a good team that year, too. Um, okay. But nothing this bad. Nothing okay. this bad. So I thought we would be closer with I thought Iran would be a little bit closer, um, but they weren't. So I think the the world did not show up as as prepared as we were, or as strong as we were, um, for sure. And maybe you know we, we could get into what is going on with Russia because yeah. y- you can just you could say hey we're just way better, but our performance is not way better than we've ever done. You know three champs and seven medals is is on par with the golden era that we've been experiencing right but the but what we saw with russia is is not as good right um so you know you you could blame a number of things so they they have new coach 2017 there was only there was not 79 kilograms and not 92 they had i believe five out eight medals yeah so Kind of similar to the current performance. Yeah, I mean that that's an interesting topic is because and it is all speculation on our part. Um, you know, I think one of the unique things is that the Russian transfers actually beat the Russians this time, which that's pretty rare. Historically, that's pretty rare for the person who transferred to beat the current uh, team member. Um, it happened in three different weight classes this year, and that you know that tells me. Um, Actually, uh, well, I think they're all still trained together, at least for a portion of the time, like in Dagestan or Mahachkala or wherever it is. Mm-hmm. They're all still training there. So uh, maybe some disorganization by the Russian Federation on training camps or something like that where they were just a little off. Or my other speculation is that they're off of uh, the special vitamins. All all fair theories, the... Um, the disruption that the war could be causing, just to overall... Training, because obviously Russia is is tapping that region of the country for soldiers and yeah. whatnot. So who knows the impact there? Um, th- there are, there are reasons in it, and uh, candidly, it doesn't take much 
a, a little disruption, a percentage point or two, the margins are so, so thin at this level yeah. that if you're operating at, if you're normally at a nine and you're at an eight, that's enough to see the kind of performance we, we saw from Russia. It's not like, oh my gosh, it's that, it's a little thing can make, wrestling's weird. The matches are short. It's a very small window of opportunity. It's not a season. It's a day. And if everything comes down to a day, a match, a position, it doesn't take but being a little bit off to have a a down performance that looks significant, like a significant drop-off. Um, um, you want to hear another theory I got? I got theories. Oh, there's more. More theories. There's more theories. Yes. I think, what about this? I actually posed this to, uh, who was I sitting by? Oh, I sitting by Captain Captain Eric Alvarison and uh, Angel Zahudo at the the Cadets 17U Worlds. And one of the things I posed to them was, well, if such a high percentage of Russia's wrestlers, their athletes, are from a very specific region, um, which is true, right? Ossetia, mm-hmm. Dagestan, that, that like small pocket. And now, a decent portion of their athletic male population is going into fighting because there's actually kind of a lot of them dudes are fighting and with what Khabib did and how much more money they're probably making do, doing that or possibly doing that um, you know like you said the margin are thin if they pull a handful of their best athletes right who would have been their best wrestlers off and they're fighting how much will that negatively affect them 100% I had not thought about that that is a really really great theory I bet there's certainly something to it and I, I'd be curious because just off the top of my head, like, is it hurting their their upper weights? So like, you know, one because most of the weights are you know upper in, in in MMA. Are we seeing fewer? Like, could explain their lack of eighty six. Um, they haven't had a an eighty six yeah. on the level for for a while since that July of. Um, yeah, could could be something to that. That's a really interesting. Yeah. I, I would assume that 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 pocket that we're talking about of Russia, I mean, it's what 10, 15, 20 million. It's probably not much more than that because it is kind of like a relatively small region. So you know, you you pair that with some of them maybe going to fight MMA, which there, there are a lot of those guys fighting. Whether it's the PFL, some of them are in one championship, some of them are in Bellator, some are in the UFC. They're kind of like there's kind of a lot of them, um, and then also. I think the transfer situation, and we, and obviously, I don't to come up with us in a second. It's hurting them because you, if you're not keeping everyone at home, you don't know who's going to develop, and you don't know who's going to have better performance. Um, and sometimes it's stylistic, which we could talk about with Chance and JB. Also, uh, another interesting topic to talk about. But if you're losing a lot of really good guys, it's that's going to hurt you, right? Because whether it's an injury, whether someone develops, whether someone gets old faster. Those things all happen. So if we're lo- if you're losing people, that's going to negatively affect you. Yeah, absolutely. It neg- negatively affects us. It negatively affects USA wrestling for sure. Um, yes. When, when you lose your your talent pool, so even by a small percentage, it can have an it can have an impact. So mm-hmm. I, I think often the answer is just like a combination. Certainly, there are wrestlers who are just transitioning to full time MMA. Certainly, the war is a disruption. There's possible um, they have a new coach. Maybe they're disjointed. So all this coalesces to USA, which is more organized. Um, Probably draws from a more vast population, right? Versus like a smaller region that they're doing. Maybe so same guys though. Well, it's it, you could say I don't know. This is too demographically oriented, but like same overall populate yeah there's more people in america but how many people wrestle in america versus wrestle in, well, in that part yeah of i i would actually say a lot more but then i would Probably, just say yeah. like um there's a like if you look at say the fargo champs or the national rankings you're gonna not have people only from uh like a singular region and obviously if regions which are better say like the lehigh valley of pennsylvania has generally had a lot of really good wrestlers but mm-hmm. you're going to find some from Arizona and California and Washington and you know all over the place Minnesota Minnesota there hey for sure okay let's get let's get a little tighter let's talk a little bit about some of the, what actually happened on the mat particularly Sidikov over Dake um, I felt watching that match that Sidikov played a lot of the positions brilliantly. I was probably as surprised as anyone when 
uh, Dake got put on the clock again, and Sitikov immediately fired in. I thought, I was like, whoa, this guy is just like, has a great game plan. And he really went into, he went into Dake's kitchen and cooked, you know? He went in there and, and went in there. Uh, okay, let me ask you a question on that, because I was thinking about that. Is, um, uh, what isn't Dick's kitchen? Because like pretty much any attack, uh, and I posed this question to Kiko Tool a year ago. I said, "Well, how are you gonna beat Kyle Dick in 2024? Because you better you better start thinking about it. You better start figuring it out." Um, and Dick is just so good everywhere. I honestly, I think he's harder to score head inside than head outside. I mean, look what he did to Jason Nolfit the you know final last one. He like squished him from the head inside position. You think um, he's harder? So, wait, you think he's hard? You think he's harder to score on head inside? Yeah, don't, yeah remember yeah. what he did. Yeah, I think so. He's kind of hard everywhere. Yep. So, so he shot that head outside. <laughs> that was a Shane. That was a Shane Sparks comment. Pause. <laughs> cut. Yeah. Cut that out. Cut that out. That, no. was, that was. This is this is what's <laughs> happening. All right, but yes, um, I think head. I think he's difficult to score on no matter where it is. Um, and, you know, and one of the things I say is. I thought his baseline defense was way worse this tournament than any tournament previously. There have never been this many people getting into Kyle Dake's legs. Yes. Well, I think maybe that's what I mean. Um, but but certainly getting – yeah, he, he's just, he was fearless to go underneath there, and I think that was a big part of it. And ultimately, the if you really boil it down, and maybe this is like a fast oversimplification, is like – both guys were effective when they got to legs. Sidikov got there more. Um, yes. So a combination, and, and the, this is exactly what I'm talking about with the margins, right? One, one position, one little thing, and Dake wins this match. It is not, it is not some significant Ooh. defeat, right? You don't agree? Uh, well, the one thing is I, I feel like the one scramble where they went so they went somehow they went two two and one for Sitikov and they went two and two for Dick. I don't know how they got two and two for Dick in that one. Yeah. That one was I watched it five times and I said, I, I don't even know where the second two is coming from. I don't. I have no idea where they where they pulled another two out. So you know, with that one, if that one goes the other way, the final score is ten to five, um, which is that's kind of significant. Yeah. Well. Well. Well, what do you think about that exchange? Do you think it was two 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 point turns for Kyle Dake? I, I thought they got it right initially, and then um, yes, I initially. thought they mess. I thought the replay messed it up, which probably says I don't know what I'm talking about with that. But I, I disagree. I watched that sucker. I watched that sucker a couple times, and I'm like, uh, where are they finding the second two for Kyle Dake? And I, I don't really know. I mean, I could say where I think they did, but not that I necessarily agree. But yeah. Um, for for can we sure. watch it here or no? Can we yeah, watch we, it on the show? Yeah, we can. I think t uh, Tyler has it. Um, okay. Pulled you have up. that sequence queued up. I mean, yes. it would be awesome for us to just be able to talk through it because I'll show you what I see. Okay. Um, let's go. And then here it is. So, well, we got. Let's go, Tyler. I can't see it on my screen. Oh. Oh, here we go. Okay, got it. Let's go. So if, right. you're, if you're watching at home, um, Dake and Sidikov are wrestling, and Sidikov's about to get into his leg. Outside Boom, step. Right All right, so nothing yet. Outside step, and so right here, they call two Break. red, and Break. like there's no way that could be two Break. blue. If we watch it, he doesn't even. And then there's two red again, and now this boom is where they go two blue. Um, so it? where they got where they got another blue from? I'm not really certain. Let's go back. Um, and can we just like if I say freeze, can we just talk about yeah. the because that one uh, that first headstand Sidikov doesn't really come all that close to okay. head exposing. So right, I I thought maybe he did though. Um, right here, I thought freeze. No way. There's no way. Close. Okay, they well, had another angle of that. They had another angle, and you could tell it wasn't very close. Okay, it looks closer there. Would you agree? A little bit, but yeah, the other angle. I mean, you think about if he gets vertical there, he's most likely going to flop over. So you know, in order to even break ninety, you'd have to get straight vertical. Well, and if you're asking where the two came from, I think it it could be there. Well, that's not even close. They had another angle. They had another angle on that one. And it was it was. Not I know very you. Close I know you don't agree, but I'm telling you. I if, okay. Else? So All right, sure, so this but, initial exchange, maybe they go two and two. Two red, two blue. 
Um, That's the, guys, it's not very close. I wish we had the other angle. Cause and then this this is for it, sure. This one here, you can't convince me is Diggs because he hooks the elbow. No, he hooks the wrist. Hops over. Two there. But right and then here, Diggs, that's two, two there's blue. There's two Diggs. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the two blue, two blue. Yeah. So yeah. and then one red for set, uh, for Sidikov on the reversal. So I think yes. they went two and two for both of those exchanges. On arena, ah. on arena, flow arena, it's two red, two blue, two red, two blue in that order. That's that's yeah. exactly well, how I think. On, watch that. For, they actually it's show. The f- uh, maybe they'll show it on here. Hold on. Let's just keep. We can keep letting this play. Yeah. They'll show it. Uh, I felt like it was that first one wasn't really all that close. Right. I know that. Uh, I, I don't um, know if they're showing again. Right there. So like he get yeah, there. There. That was a that was a good angle right there. Sidikov clearly turns his body down as he's going up. He just turns down and falls to his knees. There. I don't know. I think I think it's kind of clear. Yeah. Uh, now, I also thought, too, Sidikov, after he rolls over and hooks the elbow, he breaks 90, comes out of 90, and then goes, Kyle rolls him through hmm. by a couple degrees. But they would have said not but, a non-defendable position because, you know, you got to get kind of back to flat right. before you get another two. So they would have said non-defendable on that one. So it has – so you are right, Christian, by definite, by, like, uh, I guess eliminating the other options, it kind of has to be that first one. Yes. And – that's not too. That's that's what I that's what I think they did. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was a key not... exchange, and uh, you know it kept the match really really close. And then, you know, you say ten points, Ben, but like the the last two with for for Zalman, yeah, that's him were, forcing it. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he's forcing it. And honestly, if they don't challenge, it's eight seven final. If Dake doesn't challenge, um, yeah. So, uh, you know it the the match lived up to it Sidikov really nice. the the guy is you know it it's kind of like what we were maybe afraid of could happen happened a little bit but if you're Kyle Dake if you're a USA wrestling fan you're not thinking oh man we can't get this guy in, in Paris for sure you can but it's going to take it's probably going to take a perfect match which that's often what yeah. it what it requires and and Sidikov is just he's a G for sure like this guy is he has come in and beaten two of the most legendary wrestlers in in USA wrestling history. He's mm-hmm. three. He's three and zero against them, all in the margins. Right? That's it's pretty. It's a pretty incredible um, feather in his cap for sure. So there's yeah, that. I would say. I mean, but and uh, I mean, are, are, is it a foregone conclusion to you? That Dake is the rep at seventy four. Uh, I feel like this performance kind of made him come back to earth. Um, I think he's still the significant favorite, but do we say a Burroughs or a Chance or a Nolf is going to challenge him? I think probably not. Chance is going up. Uh, Burroughs, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, to me, my my mind is Dake is still on this team in twenty twenty four. He's our rep. Okay. For Paris, it's not next topic though. I don't think you can next topic it, but man, he he made. You, what what, it, what the conversation comes down to? One, he only has to beat one of these people. One. So who's going to emerge is the question. Two is, matches. He's got to beat him. Tw- yeah, he's got to beat him twice. He has to beat one person though. All right, you talk me back in. <laughs> yeah, so he's got to beat one person two times. Now he won't know who that person is until the day of, but mm-hmm. still. He's going to have to beat one person twice. Who is that person going to be? Is Jordan Burroughs going to is Jordan <laughs> is Jordan going to cut down and and be able to navigate a tournament? Because that's what he's going to have to do this time. I'm not I'm not sure. Is yeah. is Jason Nolf as great? And here's the thing. Here's what makes me think it may be still. I'm not going to next topic any Olympic weight unless like okay. Gable unless Gable enters. If we were, especially Ben, you were really thinking Nolf was coming and that he had narrowed the gap. And he yeah. was not close at all. He is, not close at all. He is not close at all. So, Well, 2022 was close. 2023 is not close. Exactly. Wrong direction. So, Wrong direction. Correct. One, you need someone, if you are going to hypothesize, in my mind, if you're going to hypothesize that Dake's not on this team, you are saying someone other than Jason Nolf gets to him. So you're saying... 
Keegan really narrows the gap. Now, he was kind of coming at the end there. You're saying David Carr gets a lot better. You're saying Jordan Burroughs somehow makes this way two days in a row and is feeling really good for all these and navigates this tournament and gets it. Yes. I just think it's I think it's all a really, really long shot when you boil it down, like the circumstances these guys have to go through. It's not and I think the cut's a thing for Kyle, but he's gonna be feeling as good as anyone that night. And he has to make it twice, but he looked yes. much better day two when he got to sit Big after break. weigh ins versus day one, in my opinion. And this is where and this is where I will say if you want to get into um, a process discussion, which drove me crazy this whole week long, talking <laughs> about, uh, I think it's ridiculous. But if you want to have one, I'll talk to you all day about our Olympic trials process. I don't like it at all. I don't like that you got to do the bracket and the best two out of three all in the same day. It's advantage enough that you get to sit out and you avoid the entire field but one person. But to have to weigh in twice and also as it from a simulation perspective from a simulation perspective you want the the one the playing field to be even but two a, a bracketed tournament simulates the the olympics well it does for one of the competitors but not the one that's just sitting out all day so the yeah. the scales are so drastically tipped i don't mind us the guys sitting out till final x that's advantage enough but having it on the same day, and I don't understand why we rush. Why? What is the hurry to get this tournament done with? Have a have a have a trials bracket, and then have a a final wrestle off that you can actually market and build up for a matter of weeks instead of this, you know, get it all done in one day so that we have our team set for months and months in advance. It's like no, back it up, give it a little more time. One, getting it out now. I'm on another soapbox, but. You give these NCA guys like a Vito yeah. Rujao, a Dayton Fix. You get your, and I say NCA guys. What I'm actually saying is your potential Olympians, a little bit of time to one descend in a lot of cases, or two just get a little more freestyle training. Don't you want your NCA? This is your. These are your guys. These are the guys that are going to be representing you in all likelihood, if not in Paris, eventually. Don't yes. you want them to be? Optimize? Don't you want their best shot? Because they could be your best option. Don't you want your best option? So get it off this early, this April thing. Back it up. Back it up. We have plenty. We have plenty. Yeah. It of used time. to be mid June. Well, that's yeah. when. Look at Final X. Yeah, it, yeah. and and g- I get it. Like the worlds are in September, but the Olympics are a, a month earlier. But we're August. setting our team so much early. And guys, it's not that important. This isn't. Remember, this is not a real team. Okay, this is a Not bunch a of team. this is a bunch of individuals that you want them all at their best, and they're going to be training. and And I get there's a thing, but like they're going to be back with their coaches who have got them to this level, and that is who's going to ultimately yes. lead them to have success at the Olympic Games. It's those coaches, so you don't need to get them all together so they can like start practicing wrestling moves. No, it, it's I think the whole process doesn't make sense to me from a get the best team perspective from a. I don't understand what we gain from having the team all together in April. Um, yeah, I, w- I would. I, you know, I don't even know what the argument is. I think you know when I made the team, it was June nineteen. So I think maybe that that was uh, um, a little close. So I think a little earlier than that. But yes, to your point with the the NCA guys and to the NCA guys, I would say anyone who really, really, really wants to make the team should probably consider an Olympic red shirting. You know, like. Um, a veto or a Dayton or I don't know who else is really going to be super, super close. Now, the last chance Olympic qualifier is in early mid-May. Mm-hmm. So you obviously want to send your best rep to that if yeah. the weight is not qualified. That, to play devil's ad- advocate, would be well, a reason But the devil's advocate of that, J.D., is there's the, the um, Pan Am qualifier is like only a month before, so some guys are going to not want to go to that in pre- and this this would go to the argument of like Seabass being on the team every time or Michich is like not having to do other events because if you're the best guy you probably want to qualify the spot but if you're the best guy you're making weight again like what if I think it's five weeks ahead of time like that's kind of not ideal yeah for for sure so yeah the timing is difficult it's a lot simpler when you just qualify at Worlds or your your Pan Ams but now we're we're gonna be in a waiting game to get. These other weights qualified, 57 and, and 65. So, 
and it was almost 97. Um, but not really almost because Tezudinov just killed Zajulayev. I guess we can talk about that. Um, but anyways, mm-hmm. that was my Olympic trials thoughts. I think you should move it. I don't like that a guy has to do a bracket and then the two out of three. Yeah. Um, sitting out's advantage enough. I think you're drastically tipping the scales uh, too much. I, th- I thought you were going to bring up the fact that a lot of people were whining about the, uh, the wrong, our wrong rep being there. Well, um, I can't, I'm, I'm like... ready on that too because <laughs> I think that is just the most myopic. Okay, you weren't saying that beforehand, one. Um, two, yes. we just won. We are experiencing unprecedented levels of success, and you guys want to change how we pick our team? We just won back-to-back, and we beat Russia, and we beat them bad this year. We won in yeah. 2017. We are we are experiencing a, a level. It is the golden era. That was one of the FRL questions. Absolutely. We haven't seen any, Absolutely. We have not seen this level of success in international wrestling, period. And t- the idea of changing, for one, so for one, that reason to change it alone is just is so silly. Two, the guys that didn't make the team had the scales so drastically tipped in their favor, and they still didn't make the team. They didn't have to wrestle all year long. They didn't, yeah. and in some cases they did, you know, David basically didn't. He made the team, of course, mm-hmm. but you don't have to. You could just roll up and be on the team. To me, that is the thing that is most concerning, and and some people, you know, want, hey, if you, if you medaled or you won Worlds, you should just be on the Olympic team. I think that is a horrible, horrible idea. Bad one. take bad take makes no sense to me you want incentives you want guys i want everyone trying to get better and improve th- throughout this time if you're on the team not that I'm, I'm questioning anyone's work ethic or intangibles or whatever i'm sure if you were on the yeah. team you'd be focused but man you want those little checkpoints that you have to yeah prove you're still on the level yeah. and but there's also can- just something even even if christian even if you were to say this this leads to a, us to a worse performance by and not by a large margin probably by a small margin right even if you say that the process of having everyone be able to have an equal shot or you know and semi-equal because the guys who are world medals they do get a little bit of an advantage for sure versus like you talk about other countries where they just they just either they pick it, they pick who they want, right? Or you brought up, I mean, you just posted, I watched it. It was such such cheap where uh, they got Lebedev over Musakayev through some cheap calls yeah. or they just make, keep making them wrestle off. Do we really want that unfair of a process? Because to yeah. me, that's that's totally anti-American. It's anti-American. Yeah, well, that one was different too because it was bought, but it wasn't a yeah. Russia wants this guy on the team. It was... yeah. Um, but but it's it's just I don't who whose process is better and and I um, I think it's I think it produces the right results I think it's the right way to do it also I think for the sport to grow too it's like oh you want to say from now till for, you you want all you want more Super Bowl type events you want an Olympic trials that has gr- gravity in this country that that should mean something I think it's sad that Japan doesn't have a, a product. Um, to look forward to for most of their weights where they medaled because they're automatically on the team. They don't have a real trials process. These Japanese women that, that won Olympic weights, they're on the team right now. That's done and set. So yeah. I don't think that's a good thing either. Just so there's like there's the actual getting the best team. There's actually having a real sport. A, a real Man, sport. Man, if we had a real sport, yeah, I, I've been thinking about this a lot, and I said this on Monday, Christian. We had a real sport. We would get to see these guys compete more often. I was exactly. just about how much fun. I was talking. Actually, I was talking to both both Mitchell and Keegan about how much fun it was to watch this world. So, like there were so many good matches, and honestly, there's so many other matches that I would have loved to see that I did not get to see because they didn't meet, meet up in the bracket mm-hmm. for whatever reason, right? Um, and if I got to watch a Musakayev or a Higuchi or you know some of these guys who are a lot of fun, if I Ted's Ted's enough. If I got to watch them five times a year, I'd probably watch them five times a year, right? Yeah. But some of these dudes, they're literally wrestling. Like, I probably watch Musakai every tournament he competes in. Yeah. But some of these other dudes are doing, like, one tournament or two tournaments. Same. Yeah. It it, it does suck. And it's if you wonder why, you know, Division One wrestling is most popular, there's a lot of reasons for that. But that's a big part of one. The the visibility and when they compete. And and it's pulling teeth to getting these guys to wrestle, though. Um, So... That that's an un. I don't even know how we got there, but we did. Oh, we process, got there. We got the there uh, through trials process and fairness, 
And then I just said, I would just love to watch these guys wrestle. Selfishly, yeah. I would love to see everyone compete more often. It's like, hey, they're wrestlers, but they don't really wrestle all that often. They wrestle two or three times a year. Whereas whether it's a, I'll pick any other sport. I mean, maybe besides fighting, and that's probably because of injuries, but golf, tennis, hockey, baseball, basketball, football. Who else competes as few times as elite-level wrestlers? Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I Not can't a lot. think of any. I don't watch enough sports, other sports, but all the sports I'm aware of don't have that. Way more. Yeah, so that's unfortunate. And, um, yeah, I think there, if there's one area of the process to, to click into, it's Olympics, but um, those guys were given every advantage. And if they didn't make the team... That that's just they how it should, goes. they probably shouldn't have made the team. Yeah, they probably they probably shouldn't have made the team. I don't like the I, I don't like the myopia. I don't like the coulda woulda shoulda. I was team Frank Molinaro. This was a huge thing in 2016. Everyone was was freaking out about oh no Metcalf no Steber. Oh. Now we're sending Frank. Frank's never did. Frank did better than any of those guys did at 65 kilograms or 66 worlds ever, and he was our yep. best worlds performance we'd had since 2006. And until Yanni got second last year. And it was the same thing. This guy hasn't done it, but he's got it now. He's doing it now. No, he hasn't before, but he just ran the gauntlet in the bracket. Um, yeah, this, that drove me nuts then. It's always been something that's bothered me. To once again play devil's advocate, which I agree with you, but... Then don't play it. You're just <laughs> if, emboldening bad takes. If you wanted to bad takes. show other data... Embolden the haters. Jordan Burroughs has gone a medaled at 79 kilos... He didn't win this year. And he's he meddled. Some words he's for... he's meddled every time he's made the team. That's when he's meddled. He's meddled when he made the team. He didn't. He made. All he, the he times. made. Not every time. Twenty sixteen. Yeah, oh, oh, Dang. oh! He got us. Yeah, Damn, he he Maybe we sent the wrong guy then. Probably not though. <laughs> Probably sent the right guy. It's like, oh yeah, you can say he sent the wrong guy after the freaking tournament happens. Okay. Yeah. It's a that's a great timing for people to bring that up, and I. Yeah, I know what you're talking about with 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 Jordan's Instagram post. I that does not seem like a Jordan Burroughs kind of take to me. Um, I, a little I bit salty. It was salty. It was. Uh, I don't know if it's bitter is the word. It surprised me. A little it bit. Really, it really. Um, we should read it. Um, so man, you know the other, and this this will fit, hold on. This will fit right in this topic perfectly, Christian. But we should first the, read. Hold on. But we should okay. Wait, no, read the tweet. Not, um, so Jordan has had to post. It was right after Chance got eliminated, but it was like, I'm the only one that gets the job done. I don't know another person that could cover for me. It's it's in quotes, so I don't know if it's It's from a Drake quote. Drake. It's a Drake song. Um, yeah, I, I didn't like that. I didn't like that. And his social media is always tight and inspirational and accountable. And, man, I feel like he's won fair and square a lot. It's like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I didn't... I, I, okay, I wait. So what I was it. gonna say is, um, and this would speak to, I mean, me, not Michich exactly because he beat everybody who was everybody, but um, there's a decent portion of this. I think when you reach a certain level of wrestler, and it has to be very high, of course, when you cross the threshold, a decent portion of it is like where you get dropped in the bracket. Are you hot that weekend? Right? Mm -hmm. Do you get the right opponent? Maybe one opponent's better than a different one, but stylistically you match up really well, right? And so, you know, I feel like if these guys have a whole bunch of shots at Worlds, the chances of meddling, I mean, this should be obvious, right? They go up. It's not like you're not going to meddle. And so, you know, if we got to throw three reps at every weight, um, you know, certain guys who get medals when other guys don't, and it just had to do with were they hot that weekend? Were they all the way healthy? Mm -hmm. Did they get put in the bracket in the right spot? Well, how were the matchups? You know, is this guy stylistically really good for that guy? That type of thing. I think that would happen a decent amount. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, am I the only one talking about the Jordan thing? Uh, no, I, I don't. You want to keep too. talking about it? I, I don't. No, uh, it was very surprising I, to me too. Yeah, I thought. Uh, I thought. Yeah, pro probably not a great post. Um, and I mean, I, <laughs> I thought when you guys posted the doc, I said, it, but it's such an easy comeback. Chance should have just said like you did at the World Trials this year? Question mark. And then left it at that. Yeah. Like, I, it's kind of a bad post because it opens yourself up to uh, a comeback. Easy comeback. Also, that final X series was very controversial. 
Yeah. Jordan might actually think that he did win or f feel like he did win. Controversial the other way. Also, because, I mean, there's people who argue Chance won three in a row. True. Yeah, so I uh, – and then I think you take another per I – don't, I don't know what the thought is. But I remember when, when David had the Jaden thing after D Jaden lost to Mikoyev. It was a whole thing. It's like these guys oh, are just – Oh, yeah, I remember But that. it's like I, – I remember like – I. I while I didn't think like, oh, this is like this is a great classy move by David, um, and so what I'll say for for Jordan and David is like, man, this is their guy, this is their lives. These are intense competitors, yep. and sometimes a little bit of the I don't know, it's just not just ego, but pride. It just it can bleed into social media, and it doesn't always come off the best. But these are just like yeah. the most competitive, and this is their and it's yes. their identity in in so many ways. Like this is their profession. Mm -hmm. And with social media, it's just a little bit easier for something to to leak out yeah, that may, maybe is not the best. Whereas, like, 10 years ago, you probably don't see it. 15 years ago, you don't. And it's like, that's why mm -hmm. you look at the entire canon of Jordan Burroughs and David Taylor's social media and their personalities and who they are. And it's like, okay, that one, one got out that is maybe uh, not perfect, not so tight. And it's like... You know, a little grace. Obviously, I've had my share as well. Like, I'm nobody, so I think it can happen, and I think that's what happened here. And no big deal. I agree. Okay. <laughs> Next up, what do we want to talk about? Musakayev. Good. Musakayev. He's fire. I mean, this guy. And listen, I don't. I won't even get into this part, but. He did what we said all he had to do, and we really just boiled it down. Just a basic level of fifth-grade fitness. Get, it, get national. Get national. You don't have to be presidential. Fitness. You don't have to get presidential physical fitness award. If you get national, you, you could win it all. And he just got to that national level, right? You know, he ran a mile yeah. in, in eight minutes and 32 seconds at 11 years old, <laughs> right? That was enough. That's all he needed to be able to do to do what he just did. And he ran a gauntlet. He went through the freaking Olympic champion, Otaguru. He went through the re reigning champ, Amazad. Um, yes. And and he beats he beats Sebastian, you know, significantly. Th this guy is, he is a next level. as fr From an athletic perspective, there's very few I've seen that can do the things he, he does on the mat. Like, it just... I would agree. It's why we've been talking about him since... I feel like 2019 is when he got super hot, and maybe it's JD Raider's doing. Did JD yeah, no, Raider a launch there, JD. a career? It's possible. It was nice to see my uh, 2019 thread of Musakai moments get a little love once again on but Twitter. But that's when we were like, this guy is just so electric. He's faking injuries. He's just you have to watch him wrestle, not just because he's so brilliant, but because he's such a disaster. Now it's just. Sometimes. More brilliance. No antics. No antics. He didn't even try to fake an injury. No, nah, just... there was a couple times, uh, like in the, um, was it Amazon or was it the other one? He was so slow back to center. He is like, and That's somehow okay. he makes you feel not that bad about it. He like sits there and he makes some faces and he points at something and then he'll he'll wander back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think... Um... But he, made, he makes his way back. You know, he wasn't trying... There's no shenanigans. Uh, but yeah, well, I mean, no shenanigans for him. If this was someone else, you'd be saying, "What's he doing over there?" But because we expect worse cool, out cool of him, I, it's I, very acceptable. I didn't notice anything. Egregious. I did not notice this, Ben. I'm not being. Was it Hamazad or was it Mamet Mamadov? Is that the other guy? That's the other guy, right? Yeah, that's the Russian Shamil. Let's see which. Ah, uh, I'm I'm blanking on which match it was. It was one of those two. They were both very very competitive yeah. all the way down to. I think it was the Mamadov match where a few times he was like kind of sitting there pointing at something and it takes like you know I mean like I said for him it's not bad maybe but there was, was someone else you'd be like then. why is he taking so long yeah maybe he was worried about someone's safety you don't know there could have been something <laughs> dangerous happening he's pointing out hey this right. there's a child that's wandering you know it's gonna stick his finger in an electrical socket you don't know I'm, I'm gonna go find it now for you guys I, I actually just don't simply don't recall I'm not saying it didn't happen but yep. It, it was, I'm going to bring it up, and it'll be uh, it'll be funny. Yeah, I mean, this Mamadov match, he he was actually losing and had to come back. Yeah, he 
it was crazy. It was either the the Amazad or the Mamadov match where he like was trailing going into the second and kind of waited till the second period to like okay. spring his trap. I found it. I found it here. So it's at one forty five in the Mamadov match. He's gonna get a one point push out and he's gonna really like sit here and I this is exactly where I'm at. He's like, Why don't I get two? And it doesn't look that bad actually, because Mamadov also kinda sits there for a minute. But yeah. he's was, like sitting here arguing, talking to his coach, and he talks to the referee, then he trips, then he looks back at it and he's like, Ah, okay. And for him, it's not bad. If this was someone else, you'd be like, Why is he taking so long? All right, I wanna watch it now. Um I really want to find it. It was, it was against Mamadov. Oh, and he's doing it again. No, he does it again. And then he does it again. And you'll see Mamadov is waiting. Uh, you know, again, if this was, if this is him, it's not so bad. But if it's someone else, you're like, what? He's just sitting there hanging out looking at the referee. What a legend. Why you find 125 that? left also. Uh, we it's got on another question. push out. We got a question from Ben Swalla. Who would win in a hypothetical matchup? Yules Bone? Or Usman Musakayev? Musakayev. Oh, Musakayev's got size. Definitely. Yeah. Bonet was a 57, probably at his peak. He, he, won, he won at 61. 61. He did but I'm saying Olympic. Yeah. Musakayev was a 57 once upon a time, too. Yes, he was. Um, back when they he was robbed. How much time was left in what? It's um, a one, 145 and 125 in the second period is when uh, the two that I'm watching happen. Okay. And again, it's not nothing insane for Musakayev, but if it was someone else, you'd be like, dude, get back to center already. Yeah. I think it's it oh is my a God, he's crash. so tired right now. I'm watching this match again. He is so gassed and he's still gonna find a way to win. He's so freaking quick to the reattack angles. Oh, he just took him down like fifty left in a second. Yeah. Um, yeah, actually, the, the evolution of the reattack game has been pretty wild to watch. Also, everyone's going ankle now as opposed to hamstring because everyone's got so good at defending hamstring. See, I like I, listen to me, but I ankle always makes more made more sense to me. To be is is it just harder to get to or what? Why would you say? Well, yeah, it, it's also it's farther away, but no, I mean no, uh, it, it's harder to it's harder to finish on an ankle, but. Uh, if the other one's not available, then it makes more sense to go to the ankle. But yeah. uh, you know, like in the earlier days of the, uh, the down block go behind stuff, hamstring made way more sense because people would open their chest up, and then you had access to either the double or the high crotch. And now people are knowing that hey, you're grabbing my hamstring and pulling me down because you want to go to this, and I'm not going to let you go to that. So I'm not going to open up that gap. Yeah. Well, I think he goes hip on this go behind here. Fake world champion. Uh, he goes ankle first. Oh, does he? He's so fast. Yeah. I'm trying to watch. Um, yep. See, so he went. He went ankle first and then hip. Oh yeah, he did. Dang. Mm-hmm. And the ankle would be if you if because if Mamadov would have popped up, then he would have grabbed that ankle, but he didn't pop up, so then he circles to the waist. Yep. Okay. Musakayev, so much fun to watch. Musakayev, uh, Sebastian Rivera, world fi- was he? A, he was not a world finalist when we did this last show. I don't even know if he addressed it. He's not. No. Um, Man. Go ahead. He was great. His his comeback against... Uh, Tavanyan. Oh, my gosh. I'm blaming who he came back. He Tavanyan. Down, uh, Tavanyan, maybe. And he was down 9-4, I think. Yes, yes. Damn, that was awesome. <laughs> wow. My mind's blown right now. Wait, what uh, happened? I was saying Tavanyan multiple times. Then you go, Tavanyan? I said, yes. You're like, I think it was Tavanyan. I, it was like you could I didn't have a, I didn't hear you. Put it, put it in your. Just in the zone. Get it in your good ear. I got man. cauliflower ear. It's a disease. <laughs> it's a disease. I hope it's not contagious. Um, okay, yeah. So he wrestled phenomenally. Uh, it was awesome to see. And honestly, it's it's a good thing for America because it's one less really good guy in the Pan Am bracket now. He's qualified for the Olympics. Sebastian Rivera is going to be an Olympian, right? Nice. And so, so here's the thing with. Everyone has heard my perspective for years on on the transfer thing, and at the time, the, the the trump card for everyone was, well, yeah, but it's not our best guys, or they're not beating our guys. Okay, well now we're here, and now we have two guys that are Americans, born in America, trained in America, American coaches, American partners, etc., that are going to the Olympics, Stevan and Sebastian Rivera, and I, I don't malign them for a second for for doing it. But here's here's a counterpoint. 
And here, here's an, or another thought. If you are the number one guy in America, the best, it is still smarter for you to transfer if you can. <laughs> it really 100%. is. It's so much easier. <laughs> it is smarter. If you are, if you're Yanni, if you're one of these, if you're Gilman, Gilman transfer. Yanni's Greek, plenty Greek. And, and and now the new portal is hitting 23 and me and finding some, okay, where's my ancestry and how can I get up? And maybe it's simpler than that in a lot of cases. Probably right? is. Because so, I don't think Taz Hudenkopf is, I don't think he's part Bahrainian. He's from Dagestan. He's super from Dagestan. And um, so I, I think, you know, and Miles Amin too, but we're, yeah, Dylan said Miles Amin, but we're at least qualified that way. But in 2019, we were not qualified at 86 after Worlds, but San Marino yep. was. Um, so these are just facts. These are not opinions. These are things that have happened. And I believe it is a fact that you are smarter if 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 it's all about just going and coming back with a medal, if you're if you have no change in your training situation, you know really, then what do you lose by saying okay, I'm I'm representing Ireland, I'm representing Italy, I'm representing any one of these countries. Yes. What is the counter to it? The the only one is, it's not really wrestling related. It's like branding, and you know you know being the American rep is inherently, you know, you're going to get more visibility generally. Now, I don't know if that's true for Stevan Micic, what he's getting for, for being the Serbian rep. It could be in some circumstances, like, he's the hero there, whereas we have a lot of heroes of, of wrestling in, in America, but he's like the guy. Um, so yes. I, I think it's, um, yeah, I mean, what it could get that way. I mean, I think... We're only seeing the beginning of the the transfer movement from guys out of uh, Everywhere. USA. Just so you're aware, and I'm not maligning, I'm not judging. I'm saying this is what's going to happen. It is smarter to leave USA wrestling than than to remain. Unfortunately, if it's if you boil it down to just, do you want to be on the team? Do you want? I mean, for Worlds, it's a no brainer of no brainers. Olympics, there is a little more of a rigorous trials process or qualification yes. process. But for worlds, uh, it's great, and yeah, yeah. Especially if Christian, especially, I and mean, you said if you're the number one, which I I don't disagree with at all. But especially if you're a little further down the ladder, <laughs> dude, it's so much better. You get to go wrestle worlds every year, and in certain cases, the other country's paying you a stipend to train of some sort, um, maybe paying for your travel potentially also. If you want to be a competitive athlete past your college career. It's kind of a really good idea. Yeah. The only counter, you mentioned exposure, but also the fulfillment of a dream that a lot of these guys have when you're... That's true. When you're six years old, ten years old, whatever, generally speaking, even probably Stefan, Miles, these guys who do take great pride in their Serbian San Marino heritage, more so than insert ex-athlete who really has no association with them other than their maybe grandparents were immigrants or something like that but they probably envision themselves winning the olympics in an american singlet carrying the american flag when they were 10 years old maybe not i don't yeah. know but not, that would not be the counter to it's not a strong enough desire that they didn't uh, 100% leave it because i mean stevan michis was a junior world bronze medalist in 2014 like he was, he was yeah. on the, he was on the path. He was in the conversation. It wasn't like Stefan's mm-hmm. never going to make a team, right? He, he literally made yeah. a junior world team. Uh, so I, I would say, yeah, for sure. But that that pool was not obviously very strong because those guys are really good. St- you know, Miles Amin, look, how, he's really freaking good. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I, it's it's not. It, it, it does sort of irritate me when, man, the, these other countries and not just they get the fruits of of truly American wrestling's labor. There are American coaches in their corner. Like, what, 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 is, what is San Marino contributing to, to, to wrestling? You know, they're not involved in wrestling. They're um, beyond what Miles is doing, and he's elevated. Miles is bringing all the value to San Marino. San Marino's not bringing yeah. it to, to wrestling. Um, Unless they're paying him. Well, then that would be some value, right? Because... Um, yeah, you know we've talked about big ability are. of people to continue to wrestle full time is their ability to make a living doing it. So if 
And man, I say, Christian, you know, we had this dream, like, let's get more than one American at the world. I think we got three American teams. We got America, we got Puerto Rico, America South slash New Jersey, and then we could go Mexico too. That's like America South also, and maybe like California. Like we can have three American teams. I don't see why not. Let's add freaking El Salvador. They're great. That's America South Bitcoin country. Okay, let's add like Nicaragua. We can have all, we got 50 athletes at Worlds. I think Flo needs to sponsor the Nicaraguan team. Mexico 2024 will be RBY. Gomez, yes, Valencia, it's awesome. uh, TBD. Did you say that California was not a part of the? Because then they, they, they no, are. No, I'm saying, I'm saying, like for example, Puerto Rico. Look at their teams at U17s, U20s. That's like Jersey, right? Oh, so there's yeah, a lot yeah. of apparently there's a lot of Puerto Ricans in oh, Jersey because I see I, them wrestling for New Jersey, and I see them also wrestling for Puerto Rico. So you know, now we got Anthony Valencia. He's from California. He's on the Mexican squad. So maybe we can start recruiting some Californians down there. To Mexico, mm-hmm. then Nicaragua. I don't know where we're gonna get them from, but we can find some Nicaraguans. I think somewhere sponsored dare, by Flow. Dream. We um, have forty spots at Worlds. You sponsor them. AWA can sponsor Nicaragua. I you, actually look. You want to hear one of my dumb ideas, Christian? <laughs> my dumb idea. My friend Paul McBeth. This is both a dumb and great idea. My buddy Paul McBeth is a disc golfer, and he sets up these disc golf courses in underprivileged countries to get more people disc golfing. Right. So I think at some point when I get uh, some more money. I set up AWAs in all these countries, right? So now we are going to help kids figure out they love wrestling. We're going to help mm-hmm. kids in a lot of ways. And also, I'm going to send a bunch of coaches there, and then they're going to compete for, say, the Nicaraguan or El Salvadorian team. And that way, we got a whole bunch of AWAs at Worlds every single year. That's that's all gold. Yeah, gold. Um, so it, it'll be... I'm just more curious to survey the changes in the international wrestling landscape as you know country where you live and train and maybe i just as a child had a different view of what the olympics meant um but now it's corrupt we know it these are yeah. these are not good people yeah let's see we don't like them so i don't even think we should go forget the olympics let's do our own worlds they're taking away our damn weight cl- christian they're only giving us six six weight classes i know i don't I, like them very much yeah Man, we got to not change that. Honestly, it, it would be a scarier world if we didn't have the Olympics because then I think the trickle-down effect of that is, is big at the university level, yes. at the, you know, USA Wrestling, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, you're being all realistic. Let, let me dream a little bit over here. You're being all realistic. What, what I, I still want, don't like them. Yeah, I don't want to even say what I want. Hey, um, we didn't even talk about 97. This Ted Zunikov guy, he beats two goats in one day. He's got to be the Olympic champion or the, the most outstanding wrestler uh, for sure. You whoop Kyle Snyder. Then you make Abdul, Abdul Rashid Sedulayev quit. And then you just smash the guy in the world finals. You're the outstanding wrestler. I don't care what everyone, anyone else did. What if I said Sedulayev was really hurt? Would you believe me? Uh, I believe that he's a little bit hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think he could have finished? Mean, he, do you he think he could have finished that match prior to that? Do you think he could have finished that match? Oh, duh! Of course he could have finished that match. I agree. Honestly, if he just stays in a stance and circles around, Tadzunikov's probably out of respect is just going to look at him and not do nothing. Yeah. I don't know. He's not very respectful. He disrespected everyone in Serbia. He's he's uh. he's ridiculous, and it's crazy. He. He's been sort of on the level to a degree, but not like this. He lost uh, to Batsayev months ago, like this summer. Like it's not like yeah. he's, he wasn't on a. And it's ironic comparison. He, he's not on that Sajalayev type of trajectory where you're like coming in. This is this kid's world's debut, but he's absolutely good enough to win win the world championships, which was 100 percent the narrative about Sajalayev in 2014. Yeah, uh, it was not that with this guy. So yeah. You know, maybe some people pat themselves on the back that they saw this coming, but no, you didn't. Yeah, um, and that's no, one of those things not. where like, the 92 kg, I didn't know this guy also, but someone said he, he has lost a whole bunch of matches. But when you're that young, when you, mm-hmm. you're probably getting better at a very, very rapid rate. So six months or nine months or a year can make a huge amount of difference. I think that's what we're seeing with this guy. Yes. Man, it's, it's crazy that we're going to go into... So here's my question. O- Olympic... 
odds come out. Is Sajaliev still your favorite? No, no, not right now. I'm pick I'm, I'm picking him. I'm picking him to win. Yep. I'm picking him you to win. You give fi- this dude another year and he gets that much better? Come on. Remember this day. Remember this episode. Yes. 2024. Okay, am, I, am I saying he can't win? No, no. I'm not saying that. I'm am saying, I saying he's not the pick? He shouldn't okay. be the favorite. Who's your pick? You guys are, Who are you picking to win the Olympics well, in 2024? Are, are we saying I'll, I'll – uh, I'm picking this kid. Okay. Unless the Russian mafia says, bro, you better not win. I'm not. There's going to be some bad things to be happening. You win. I got Taz. Could, uh, listen, that could happen. I got Taz. I, I don't – I, I, No, I got Sajalayev. I just wanted to say Taz, I think. I think I just want to they say go to Taz. Taz's house and they say, Taz, you're not going to win this. They can't get to Bahrain. Bro, he don't live in Bahrain. <laughs> oh, he doesn't look Bahrain. They know exactly where he lives. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Also, a lot of the Russians take great pride in, like, those guys, too. Yeah, they seem yes. to be. Yeah. Like, I, I know they've, I've seen interviews with them. Like the coaches, like Gitsalov did an interview after Worlds this year, and he was like, "Yeah, obviously we want these guys competing, but he's like, that guy goes to my school. Yeah, I, I, I train him. <laughs> I like him. Like this is great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, candidly, it was it was it was incredible seeing Stevan win win Worlds. Like I thought that was yeah. a, amazing, 100%. amazing. I, was, I mean, Stevan's the nicest kid. So is Miles. They're they're great. Sebastian, we've loved watching him all through his career. It, it was, it was thrilling. And I was happy about it. Um, but it is, it is eventually going to take a, a bite out of our talent pool more significantly. You could say it's. I think we already. just call them all Americans, Christian, and we celebrate they the are, success. They are, so, they are Americans. They're certainly Americans. First to make a post, Christian, they said, "I love America's success at World this year: fifty-seven gold, sixty-one gold, sixty-five silver, seventy gold." They're right. They're American. Listen, it is it is in every other way like an American wrestling victory. Yes, these guys came up in the system. It's like Franklin Gomez was a little different because like he was like actually from Puerto Rico and like Jane and there's like a little. But for sure, even he was like he reached his highest level living and training in America. Like these guys, for for sure, it, it is an American wrestling yeah. victory, no matter the country they're they're representing. Hundred percent. Okay, but yeah, Taz is ridiculous. He was from Sajalai of school. That picture of them as when he was like ten or so whatever. Awesome. That's it's so, so cool, awesome. Dude. It's really cool. They still train together um, a decent. Like I don't think they like you know wrestle together, but Sajalai trains in that club still. Certainly less going to be less now. Taz is like no, not gonna. Also, update on Sajalai. BWW said. Um, he uh, might have a tumor. A tumor? That was the word tumor. they used in the their release. Man. He, he flew back to Moscow that night to get scans, and it, it's something with his spine. I hope he doesn't have a tumor. Okay. Well, I hope I hope I hope not as I well. I hope you don't have a tumor, JD. Me too. That would be terrible. <laughs> I'm pretty confident that I don't, though. I'm gonna mm. say this. I hope no one has a tumor. How about that? I'm more diplomatic than Ben. I think Sajalai was a little hurt going into this match. Communist sympathizer. Communist sympathizer, JD. The asset is back. We knew he was a Russian. Let's rewind um, a little (laughs) bit ago when you were the communist sympathizer. Yeah, come on, dog. Come on, dog. When I correctly predicted a tremendous (laughs) performance for USA Wrestling. Uh, Uh, Okay. What next? We're, We're like, actually out of time. And, uh, oh my gosh, it's 9.30. I'm good to keep going if you want to keep going because uh, I'm I having think... fun and there's a lot to talk about. Uh, t- Tyler, can we go a little bit? We'll, we'll see. Tyler's our boss. Oh. so He said a few minutes, sure, but we you could tell minutes. he didn't like it. <laughs> you could tell he's kind of annoyed. He's grumpy. He's so pissed. All right, I'm sorry, dude. Jeez. <laughs> Um, uh, man, we can get to well, anything. Let's, let's get to question. Let's do yeah, like a mega question a bunch of good show. Questions. No, let's do a mega question show next week. Okay. Instead of just picking, and we one or we two got plenty more tears to talk about. Also, just FYI, <laughs> been so mad. We can do. T- I right, we'll do like one forty nine <laughs> through one fifty six, one fifty seven <laughs> tears. Um, but watch Amita Lore. She's wrestling in the world yep. finals in. Oh my gosh, she's so soon. good. She's man. <laughs> 
if you're if you're like a 68 or a 76 are you like hey this, someone should just pay her to go up or down or like she doesn't look that big she's going down i think so too i think, I think so I'm, for sure that's what well that's what she said at the final x press conference um that that oh, was really? well that right now i have not made any final decision but currently it was like a very diplomatic like answer but basically like yeah i'm leaning towards 68 right now um, Joe Dubuque, head coach of Princeton. The carousel is maybe probably nice done work, for the time dude. being. Um, anyway, that's it. We should we can go. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Damn. Well, 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 wait, what else did you have, Ben? Uh man, I don't know. I could just go through some of these matches because there was so much so much fun. Like I said, uh, you know, really sad that uh, we don't get to watch these guys compete more often. I was just kind of like looking through the brackets of all the good matches. But no, we can go for sure. Um, I had a lot of fun talking about this. I wish uh, these guys compete more often and we could talk about it more often. We do have an NCAA season come up and actually AWA, we're competing. We got the PNL uh, this weekend in Chicago. So we get to get our guys back on the mat. I'm excited for it. JD? Ben, what are your expectations for Seabass at the Olympics after taking silver this year? Uh, that I would say it's heavily draw dependent. Um, you know, because Khalili, Mamadov, Ambuskaev, and Odegur are all on the top. Uh, could any of those guys beat him? I think there's a potential of that. Even, you know, Tavanyan uh, and listen, Sebastian was a good match, but Tavanyan was up big on him. So 65 is super deep. They, actually, that was that stat. I don't know if you guys, you had to see it. It was what was the what was the stat? No one's won. 65 more than twice mm-hmm. in the last 20 years or something like that? Yeah, Sahin of Iran in, like, in 7 and 8 was like the last guy to win back-to-back. Which is totally insane when you think about it. No one could be the best guy in the world two years in a row because that weight class is so deep. It's freaking wild. Yeah, it is wild. It's not just deep, too. It's also when you age at 65 kilos, it's much different than when you age at 97 yeah, kilos. like you lose a two percent of your speed advantage. Like that can go a much longer ways at sixty-five kilos versus ninety-seven, yeah. and yes. how much harder it is to make that weight for a lot of human males. One forty-three is a small dude. Yes, like I'm not big, and that would be very that would not be fun for me to make. And these guys are bigger than me, so yeah, that's that's not. I mean, freaking Ibrahimov is thirty-eight, and he scored six points on Kyle Snyder. Two days ago, <laughs> so yeah, the, you can definitely age. Uh, the idea of a thirty-eight-year-old sixty-five kilogram is is sort of preposterous. I think, I think I agree with Ben's summary about Sebastian. He's good enough to beat a lot of these guys, mm-hmm. um, but there's a lot of guys that can beat him as well. Um, well but I, I'm curious, that. like you sometimes see, and I don't know if we've ever talked about this, Ben, but like when you get that that big result, that big win, that can sometimes be like a catapulting thing for oh, your yeah, confidence and sure. training. Talk to me about like why that is what, or what that is maybe a little bit. Um, I mean, I, I don't know if that, I don't, I, don't know, I don't know that it applies in this case, but sometimes um, it just alleviates that doubt that you belong at that level. Yeah. Right. I mean, whether it's a high school kid jumping to college or college jumping, and even if they were really good at the previous level, sometimes they can put it in their head like, I don't know if I belong on this level. Like, I know I'm a really good wrestler, but I'm not sure that I belong, you know? And then you go beat someone really, really good, and you're like, okay, I'm good enough to do this. Yeah. It awakens that dog in you. That dog. Yes. Which Sebastian always had plenty of, but now he has international dog. We were talking about it. He's one of the most slept on, like, Greatest American wrestlers of the past uh, twenty Sebastian? years. Sebastian. Wow. Think about the dudes he beat in college. Like to. But he never he, won a title, though. I know, but that's why he gets slept on. Y- yeah. He's now a world silver well, fairly, medalist. If he didn't win, he beat Spencer Lee multiple times. I know. I. I mean, I think that. I think your character is a little like. Okay, maybe he's one of the best to best to never win it in NCAAs. You could say that when you look at his wins. I should have said the most underrated. Okay, one of the most underrated wrestlers, American wrestlers of the past. Yeah, I mean, one of the things uh, I mean, guys, to your point, JD, is he has a lot of really, really high level wins. And for a guy, so like, if you said who's got the most high level wins, who never won a title, like he's going to be in contention for sure. Yeah, I think. I think he. 
and also he was a 2020 guy. He won that 133 bracket. He uh, beat Seth Gross in the semis and RBY in the finals. He was the one seed mm-hmm. going into NCAAs the year he was most likely to win of the years he entered it. And, of course, some COVID happened and he didn't get to. So, yes, for sure, he's a beast and happy for him and, and all those guys, how well they're doing. Oh, okay. Before Tyler just – he just, like – Pulled the curtain uh, and he did this. Uh, he literally did this, and I don't know why he did that, but it means Christian we have is to go. throat slashing for the. I'm throat watching. slashing. He did the throat slash, which that's here. a personal foul in NCAA football, and Tyler should know that because he loves football. But he did that, so we're gonna go for our own personal safety and wellness. We will be back Monday, plenty to discuss. We'll get into more worlds. We've only. I'm only scratching Love the surface. It. I'm going to talk about worlds until Ben is crying <laughs> on the show, begging for tears. And then I'll do one more show and not talk about tears, and then we'll do tears. So you better start crying soon. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please keep watching worlds. We'll be back Monday. Thank you. Goodbye. Peace.